If you're gonna live an intentional life, a target-focused life, repeated trigger pull is a must. Welcome to the Target Focused Life Podcast. Over the last few episodes, we've been talking about the pillars of living a target-focused life. Episode two was all about creating clear vision. Episode three, we talked about the importance of laser focus. And today, we're talking about repeated trigger pull. Because without it, you'll never crush your targets or your full potential in life. Get that trigger finger ready. Let's go. As many of you may know, there's a Target Focus Life YouTube channel, and the videos there focus on living target focused in the field. We do shotgun reviews, talk about wing shooting, all that type of stuff, but it's all about in the field. But this podcast is not about the field, it's about life. But here's the thing, the same principles that are required to hit a clay or a target or a bird out of the air with a shotgun, when applied to our daily lives, help us live a life of purpose, a life of meaning, a life of impact. If you missed episode two and three, go back and listen to them and then come back to this episode because it will make a whole lot more sense if you do. So why are we talking about trigger pull? Because trigger pull is the action that is necessary to get the results that we want. You can have clear vision. You can be laser focused on your target, but if you don't pull the trigger, you will never hit or crush your targets. This is true when shooting a shotgun, right? You can have all the principles right of shooting a shotgun. You can do everything perfect, but if you fail to pull the trigger, you will never hit the target. It just, it won't happen. Same thing is true in life. We have to pull the trigger. We can do so many things right, but if we don't pull the trigger, take that action, we won't see the results. Trigger pull is an absolute must. So here's a question. What happens if we don't pull the trigger? What are some things that might happen if we don't pull the trigger, if we don't take action on our vision? We have missed opportunities. There's a famous quote by Wayne Gretzky that says, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Wayne Gretzky is called the great one. That's because he's the leading goal scorer, assist producer, point scorer in NHL history. So Wayne Gretzky had this mantra while he was playing that you're not going to score if you don't take the shot. Yes, you might miss. Yes, it might not go your way, but at 100%, you will miss if you don't take the shot. So we have these missed opportunities in life that we never take advantage of because we don't pull the trigger. Another thing is we never grow into our full potential and into our calling. Striving for big, scary, audacious targets is actually more about who you become in the process than it is what you achieve. To do something you've never done, you must become someone first that you've never been. See, going after these, these big visions that we then distill down into actionable goals forces us to become someone we've never been. It forces us to grow, mature, learn. And it's as much about that. I would say it's even more about that than reaching this end destination. It's who you become in the process. And you'll never reach or grow into that potential and fully step into what you were called to in this life if you don't pull the trigger. 
Last thing is regret. We regret the things we don't do more than the things we do. Mark Twain said that. You know, that's probably not always 100% true. I'm sure um, there's lots of examples of things in life that we could do that we would regret, regret way more than anything we didn't do. But for the average person, I think you get to the end of your life and you, you have more regrets about the things you didn't do. Because, well, we'll talk about why here in a minute. Why didn't you do the things that you thought you should do? What held you back? I personally would rather go after a compelling vision or goal and come up short than live with the thought of what if I would have went for it. Pulling the trigger doesn't guarantee success, but not pulling the trigger guarantees you won't succeed in whatever it is you're going after. So a quick little story. I went to North Dakota State University. I played football in high school, wanted to play in college, but all my friends were going to NDSU, so I thought I better go to NDSU. Uh, I, I could have played football for like a, a junior college or something, potentially, but I wanted to go to NDSU. So I thought that that's not realistic, right? It's not realistic that I play football. I'm just under six foot, I soaking wet, I'm 140 pounds, just pretty small frame. Yes, I had good footwork. Yes, I had good hands, good route running, you know, but uh, really not college material. So I went to NDSU and as I'd watch these football games on Saturdays, I would say, man, what if I would have went for it? What would it be like to be on that field or to be on the team? I wrestled with this. I had regret every time I went and watched a football game thinking, I think I could do that. What if? What if? What if? So what did I do? I put my big boy pants on. I decided I'm going to go talk to the coaches and see what it would take to walk on. I went and talked to one of the coaches. We chatted a little bit. He said, hey, fill out these forms, do this, this, and this, and then uh, report on the first day of school. That's what I did. Filled out all the forms, did all the things, showed up, and I walked on to North Dakota State University football team. And I got to answer that what if. I spent the season on the practice team as a receiver running against the starting defense of North Dakota State University, which there were several guys on that starting defense that went professional. I had a great experience to be able to say like, hey, I ran practice against Craig Dahl, who eventually went out and won a Super Bowl with the New York Giants. I played with Joe Mays, a linebacker who went to the NFL and a few others. Did I make the field during games? No, no, not at all. Did I make it to the pros? No, not at all. But I answered that question, what if? And I went out there and I had a great time. I had a great experience. It didn't lead to some massive success, some awe-inspiring story about how Steve, skinny little Steve, walked on and then went to the pros. But I don't regret that for a moment. And I'm so glad that I did that. Eventually, I came to the point where I realized, hey, this is a hobby. Going to school, getting my degree. And then ultimately, I'm, I'm going to marry this girl that I'm dating, so I should probably work, get a job. And I made some logical decisions to step into my future after football. Just a, a little example of how w those regrets, those things, what if? They can live with you for a long time. So why don't we pull the trigger? 
Why don't we pull the trigger? I think one of the top reasons we don't pull the trigger is fear. Fear and doubt. So this is often ex expressed as a question. Doubt might sound a little bit like this. What if I fail? What if I don't have what it takes? We have fear of pain. What if I get hurt? What will people think of me? How will they judge me? That's a fear of pain of judgment. And it's an incredibly strong influence in our lives. Why we care so much what people think? I mean, we should care to some extent what people think, right? We should be considerate of others, I believe. But at the end of the day, if, if I'm going to become a professional exhibition shooter and I believe God's called me to it and I'm going to step into it and I have a compelling vision, why do I care what others think? This isn't their calling. This isn't their vision. Why do I care so much what other people think? And why would I let that keep me from stepping into it, pulling the trigger, taking action into my calling, into my destiny? Now, that doesn't guarantee success. Like, I, I will never sit here and say, if you take action, if you have a strong vision, if you have good goals, that will guarantee success. But what I will say is that when you take action and step into something, you will grow. And it might just be preparing you for the next big thing that God has in store for you. Number two, why we don't pull the trigger? We lack clear vision. Clear vision is essential for us to persevere. With, without the clear vision, when we get to the challenges, the pains, and it will be hard, we will give up. Number three, distraction. Distractions are our lack of focus. And often that also comes from lack of clear vision or lack of discipline. Those are three of the reasons why we don't pull the trigger. They're all very, very important. Fear, lack of clear vision, and lack of focus. Okay, so we've addressed the negatives. We spent some time on the negatives. What happens if we don't pull the trigger and why we don't pull the trigger? Those are the negatives. Now let's look at what we can do to more consistently pull the trigger in our lives. Number one, make sure our vision's clear. Like I said, we're going to give up easy when our vision isn't compelling enough or clear enough. Can you see the future in your mind? Like, no, nobody knows the future. I get that. But can you create an image in your mind's eye, a vision for the future that becomes so clear that you can see it, that it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when? And is it compelling enough? Is it just to make a little bit more money? Ah, if I could just make a little bit more money. That might not be compelling enough. Your vision has to be compelling enough that you're going to endure when it gets challenging. And it will. And we'll talk about that a little bit more here in a minute. Life is hard and there will always be pain. But when our why is big enough, there's almost nothing we cannot endure. One of my favorite verses is James 1, 2 through 4. It says, Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. That's huge. What is that saying? It's saying reframe our minds, renew your mind, the challenge, the hardship, the trial that you're going through is growing you and is leading you to be complete and mature. It might be this trial, it might be this challenge, is the exact thing that you need to grow into the future, to that next thing, whatever God has in store for you. So make sure your vision 
is clear. I say your vision. If you go back and listen to the vision episode, I do think it's important that we ask for wisdom, that we ask for vision from God. As you all know, I'm, I'm a God-believing, Jesus-believing, Bible-believing man, and that's my foundation, so that's, that's where I go to. Number two, eliminate unnecessary distractions. We got to eliminate them. Plan out your time. Budget your time. We talked about that in the focus episode, episode number three. Schedule a time on the calendar to pull the trigger and stick to it. You know, a lot of us orient our life in a way where we say, yeah, I would really like to do that someday. I like how Tony Robbins says, says that he says, when would now be a good time? When would now be a good time? If you're like, ah, next month. Okay, what day next month? Tuesday. Okay, what time? Put it in your calendar. Stop making excuses. Stop saying someday. Put it in the calendar if it's important to you. If it's important enough that it lingers, keeps coming back up, you need to schedule it, put it in your calendar, and just do it. Turn off the constant notification bombs. This is something that I really try to do. I do find myself trapped in it periodically where I allow notifications back in. But if you send me a message on Instagram, I ain't getting it. At least I'm not getting notified. And I'm probably not getting it, to be honest with you, because I don't even have Instagram on my phone. I have to go on a computer to check it. Don't want to be on there all the time. It's a distraction. And it leads me down a path often that is not where I want to go. Either I'm comparing myself to other people or I'm looking at things I don't want to be looking at. It's not on my phone. I don't get notifications. Facebook message, don't get notifications. Text message, I do, but my phone's usually silenced. Emails, I don't have them pop up on my phone. They do on my computer, which is sometimes a distraction. We need to be able to focus in. If it's important, give it your full attention in the moment. Don't be constantly distracted. That's a huge killer of our productivity. Okay, this third one. This is a big one. Address your fears. Fear is often expressed as an internal question, like a what if, right? Change the questions we ask ourselves if we do that. If we change the questions we ask ourselves, it changes the outcomes. The quality of our life is partly determined by the quality of the questions we ask ourselves. And you just asked yourself a question. I almost guarantee it. What did you say internally? You just said, is that true? So we're constantly asking ourselves questions, whether you realize it or not. Realize what questions you're asking yourself. And then you've got to say, do these questions, do these beliefs or stories align with where I want to go, where I'm called to go? So for example, the, that doubt question, what if I fail? That's, that's a question. It's not right or wrong, but maybe a better, what's a better question? What if I never try? What if I never try? See how those two different questions are going to lead you down two totally different paths? What if I fail is going to keep you stuck in fear? You're going to think about all the potential negative outcomes, and you're not going to want to step forward. But if you just change one simple question, what if I never try? All of a sudden, you're thinking about, well, man, I'm never going to know. I'm going to have regrets so on and so forth, right? You're, it's going to lead you down a different path by asking a different question. What if I don't have what it takes? 
Maybe we re reframe that, reword that into, how will I know my potential if I don't go for it? Or how will not taking action keep me from growing? Different questions will lead to different actions. Doubt kills more dreams than failure ever will. That's a quote from Susie Kasim. Not even sure if that's how you say her name. Don't know who that is, but I thought it was an excellent quote. Doubt kills more dreams than failure ever will. See, we might define failure as coming up short to a goal. I don't really think that's failure. I think failure is not going for it in the first place. If you feel convicted, if you believe deeply this is something you should go for and you don't, that's a failure. But if you go for something and it doesn't turn out exactly how you imagined, that's not failure. No, it's how we learn and grow in those moments that lead to the successes in our life. I firmly believe that, but doubt keeps us stuck. Maybe stuck in our comfortable existence where we're at. I think that's a challenge for me. I get more and more comfortable as time goes on. Maybe I make a little bit more money. Maybe I'm a little bit more accomplished in different areas, and I get comfortable. And then stepping out is even more difficult because I got a little comfortable bubble, but I, that's not healthy. That's not a good thing to be stuck in the comfort because that's where growth stops. So this pain, all right, what will people think of me? Maybe reframe that into what will I think of myself if I never try? See fear for what it is, or most often is. Fear, F-E-A-R. False evidence appearing real. Most of our fears are never realized. Anyone that has kids know that sometimes kids have these fears. How often are their fears realized? You know, whether it's at night, maybe your, your child comes down and I'm scared, I heard a noise, whatever it is. 99.99% of the time, that noise is nothing to fear. But we create a story in our mind. That noise, that was, that was somebody. Somebody's breaking in. False evidence appearing real. Man, we are great at making up stories with our fears. Most of the time, it's false evidence appearing real. And I talked about a child. We're not all that different. Now, the things that we create stories around, that, that false evidence, is maybe different in context. But we do the same exact thing as adults. Most of our fears are never realized. You know what? Fear of loss is a greater motivator than hope of gain. It really is. You know, you might have this idea, this thought, I'm going to go out, do this big thing. I'm going to make all this money. I'm going to have all this fame. Not that, that that's what we're desiring, but that's kind of culturally success, fame and fortune, right? But fear, fear is still stronger. If your fear is not acknowledged and rewritten and faced, it doesn't matter how big the dream or the vision is. Okay, number four. Here's one thing, one strategy that I, I think is incredibly huge. Memorize quotes that will help you keep a positive mindset in the midst of fear and doubt and struggle. I tend to go to scripture for that. Transformed by renewing your mind. God's word is incredibly powerful. This is for me. 
You might not use scripture. You might use something else. But here's, here's a few of the scripture when it comes to fear and doubt that when memorized, when ingrained into our head and our, our heart, our subconscious, is something that when we face fear, these things come up. These scriptures, these quotes come up, and it gives us what we need to endure, to face the fear. So Hebrews 13, 5b through 6 says, For he said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. So we can confidently say, The Lord is my helper. I will not fear. What can man do to me? That one right there. The Lord is my helper. What can man do to me? Right? For God gave us a spirit not of fear, but of power, love, and self-control. That's from 2 Timothy. From the 23rd Psalm, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. And Deuteronomy 31.6 says, Be strong and courageous. Do not fear or be in dread of them, for it is the Lord your God who goes with you. He will not leave you or forsake you. Now, God lets us endure hardship. There's no doubt about it. In fact, uh, in Hebrews 12, it talks about disciplining the one he loves. As a father disciplines a child because they love them, so much more God will discipline us and allow us to go through hardship because in that we grow. Endure the pain. Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters. You will be con- Complete, mature, lacking nothing. Okay, number five, and the last one. And the last one here, we're winding up. Pull the trigger. Reload, repeat, reload, repeat. Continuing, right? Continue that on. Reload, repeat, reload, repeat. You know you're going to miss. You're going to come up short, I guarantee it, in most big things. When you first try. When you first pull the trigger. When I first pulled the trigger, I was terrible at shooting. Reload, repeat, reload, repeat. It's not how you perform once. It's how you respond and how you develop over time. Have faith that it can and will happen. In that exhibition journey of becoming a professional shooter, which made no logical sense, I've talked about it in prior episodes, I won't get deep into it, I had to Reload, repeat, reload, repeat, hundreds of thousands of times. It didn't happen in one training session. In one summer, it happened over time. What can you do consistently? How can you keep reloading, pull the trigger, even though the evidence that you see is not where you want to be? I went out and performed a show. That wasn't the vision, but the vision was something bigger so I could endure that show and say, man, that was bad, but it's where I'm at now, but it's not where I'm going to be later. I'll keep reloading, keep pulling the trigger. So we all go through this cycle. When we go after big things, purposeful, meaningful things in our life, targets, we go through a cycle. It first starts with uninformed optimism. This is when you're like, hey, this is going to be great. Roses and lollipops. This is going to be so awesome but we're uninformed and we have all this optimism and then we get into it and then all of a sudden we start to become more informed. This is a lot harder than I thought. Man, this kind of stinks. It's consuming all my, all my free time. I'm having to sacrifice for it. All of a sudden we're in informed pessimism. We're starting to turn a little bit. It's no longer roses and lollipops, but it's you see the challenges. You see the work and that leads us 
to the valley of despair. The valley of despair is that low point where you're going, maybe I'm not good enough. Maybe it's not worth it. All these negative thoughts, I should just give up. Embrace it. This is where growth happens. It's in the valley of despair. But if we are going to succeed, we need to push through that valley. Work through that valley. Be refined in the valley. And we'll start to go up into informed optimism. This is the point where you're like, hey, wow, I'm seeing some successes here. I'm starting to, starting to see little things come together. Maybe this can be done. Maybe I am right for the job, the position, the role, the calling, whatever it is. And that can ultimately lead us to success, which again is just steady advancement towards a worthy ideal. And th those, uh, that's part of our vision, right? The worthy ideal is part of our vision for every segment of life. If you missed that episode, please go back. Episode two, listen to the episode about creating vision because without that clear vision, it's hard to pull the trigger. We've already talked about that. We are what we repeatedly do. Excellence then is not an act, but a habit. Don't pull the trigger once. Create a habit out of pulling the trigger. What is one thing you can do this week that will help you more consistently pull the trigger? Because your life is too short. Your calling is too big to not pull the trigger. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Uh, if you've been getting value out of this podcast, make sure to rate and review it to help us reach more people. Until next time, keep pulling that trigger and keep living the target-focused life. See ya.